0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: This episode was made possible with the support of PLDT Home. With the strongest connection, women who hustle can achieve great things.
2: She has the clean. Now she needs the jerk. As a woman, I'm so proud of the feeling na nanalo won gold medal. You're an Olympic champion! In the first gold medal that I won the Philippines is a woman. And that's
0: Gold to the Philippines! Haydlin Diaz!
2: I just thought it was impossible. But we can kaya, kaya it. it.
1: Hi, I'm Siege Tentenko, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Go Hard Girls. Hi Diaz needs no introduction. You know her story, how she went from being a kid in Zamboanga lifting pails of water, trying basketball and volleyball before discovering weightlifting, to becoming the Philippines first Olympic gold medalist. This episode is about the parts of her journey you may not have seen on TV. Because her past struggles reflect the reality for so many of our national athletes. So today, let's talk to Heidelin about what it really means to support and invest in national athletes, what it took to get her to the gold medal, and what it will take for the Philippines to get there again.
2: Ang pug ko ng gold medal, maging madalek, kasi may mga tao behind me, the team at the the private sponsor and the government and POC, lewi na natin ng medalya. Walang imposible. Tokyo
1: 2020 was nothing short of life-changing for Heidilyn. After claiming the Philippines' first Olympic gold medal. And setting an Olympic record by lifting a total of 224 kilograms in the women's 55 kilogram division, she was welcomed home a hero. Heidelin reaped her rewards in the form of over 56 million pesos in cash incentives, properties in different parts of the country, lifetime flights and meals and fuel, gifts from private sponsors, and more. In February, she was awarded with a Benilde Medallion from the DLS College of St. Benilde, where she's currently studying. And the Philippine Sports Writers Association has just named her their 2021 Athlete of the Year. But all this was far from Heidi Lynn's mind in the moment
2: that she lifted that final barbell over her head back in Tokyo. i not if sinasabi ko say, Wow! Lord God, thank you, grabe kagat Before Olympics, syempre yun yung gusto ko, lahat binigay ko. But at the end of the day, I just have to surrender to him. Grabbing, thankful ako sa kanya, sa PhD, at sa lahat ng Pilipino na sumuporta at sa mga uh, sponsors na sumuporta sa journey namin ng HD.
1: There's been much for Heidelin to celebrate on a personal level too. She's thankful to have given back to her family with her winnings, and shortly after coming home, she got engaged to her strength and conditioning coach and Team HD manager, Julius Naranjo. She credits coach Julius with solidifying Team HD and getting her into shape for her win in Tokyo. But it wasn't an easy journey for Heideland, nor for her team. In fact, she didn't always have a full team to begin with. At the Rio Olympics in 2016, Heidi Lynn bagged the silver medal in the women's 53-kilogram division. It was her greatest achievement at the time, and the first medal the Philippines had won in two decades. But she remembers the struggle to get there all too well.
2: I don't Coach Gao. I don't Coach Julius. I don't nutritionist. tapos I don't sports psychologist like, I just got lang ako. May mga time na parang I don't
1: before the Team HD that worked with Heidelin towards Tokyo, her trusted companion was Coach Jay Futalan. Coach Jay is the former head strength and conditioning coach at the Philippine Sports Commission, who helped Heidelin recover from her non finishing performance at the 2012 London Olympics and an injury that threatened her career shortly after. But even though he wanted to, Coach Jay could not give the full presence that he knew Heidelin deserved. On top of having to manage over 300 national athletes, there were budget constraints as well that, a few months before the Rio Olympics, found Heidelin training in China for 50 days all by herself. Coach Jay and Heidelin worked overtime to figure out VPNs and video calls in China so he could check on her. At the Rio Olympics, she saw elite athletes from other countries with a complete support staff—something
2: we didn't have. the Rio Olympics si Sir Jay lang, tapos may isa akong coach. Daming mga injuriyeh. Sure, iba yung si strength and conditioning, tapos iba din yung weightlifting, so hindi sila nag-jive. Tapos yung pagkain din. Parati ako ng stress pagdating sa pagkain, sa reducing, so iba iba pag. My team behind yun Na sila nito plana Ano kakainin mo Bakit kailangan mo tong kainin So Nung time na yun Siyempre Ang dami kong worries Paano mag magperform nito May injury ako Paano the drop weight May lakas pa kaya ako Pagdating sa laro Heidi Lynn
1: Powered through these challenges To become the first Filipina To win an Olympic medal When I interviewed her At the time She said Kung walang Jane noon Walang Hydelin Diaz ngayon. After silver, there was nothing else to shoot for but the gold. But the game plan had to change.
2: Actually, ang hirap. Ang hirap ipaglaban. Ang hirap na parang ipaintindi na kilangan ko ng team, gusun yung humanal ng gold. Hindi ako lang magisah, hindi poydina. Hydelin set
1: her sights on building a full sports science team. Not just a coach or two who will teach her how to lift and train, but a well-rounded group of specialists to help her monitor and maintain her physical and mental health. Let's meet Team HD.
2: Um, sports psychologist ko si Doc Karen, Trinidad ng PSE. Doc Karen has worked in the PSC's
1: Sports Psychology Unit since 2008. Heidelin was consulting with her even back in Rio, but it was in the lead-up to the Tokyo Olympics that she developed a more regular routine with Doc Karen and took better care of her mental health. Sports
2: nutritionist,
1: Mom Jeanette Aron. Coach Jeanette has been the nutritionist of several sports teams and associations since 2007. At the Tokyo Olympics, she handled seven out of the 19 athletes in the Philippine team, also including boxing medalists Nestle Petesho,
2: Carlo Paalam, and Yumir Marshall. Yung weightlifting coach ko, so Olympics si coach Kaiwen Gao. Coach Gao, who has trained
1: two of China's gold medalists in weightlifting, first worked with Heidelin two months before the 2018 Asian Games. Heidelin says Coach Gao introduced her to new routines and heavier weights. And she has also called him a positive person whom she likes having around. After Heidelin's win, Coach Gao resigned from Team HD to be with his family in China. But the team says he may still be a consultant for their future games.
2: Then, strength and conditioning coach is Julius Irbin Naranho. Coach Julius used to be a member
1: of the Guam National Weightlifting Team. And has a degree in health science. He met Heidelin at a weightlifting competition in Turkmenistan in 2017. He turned his attention from competitive weightlifting to coaching after a career-ending back injury. Becoming the last member to join Team HD one year later. He replaced Jay Futalan as Heidelin's strength and conditioning coach when Coach Jay resigned from the PSC in November 2018. In Coach Jay's own words when I interviewed him for CNN Philippines a few months later, it was because he had, quote, No leaves, no benefits, no overtime pay, wala ring 13th month bonus, end quote. Coach Julius also dealt with financial troubles in his first few months with Team HD.
2: 2018 naging coach ko siya. November hanggang June 2019 Alliance well do si Julius. Oh my god. Oo. So parang hindi naman pwedeng magbibigay lang ng serbisyo kasi dahil partner ko siya, boyfriend ko siya ay eh, libre na lahat. Ay eh, magaling naman talaga siya. Hindi nila inisip na ang laki ng impact nung pumasok ni si coach Julius. Laki ng pagbabago ng conditioning ko, ng strength ko at hindi nila nakita 'yon. Nung gumating siya, magkaplano ng maayos, nag-communicate as a team, nag-collaborate sila, nag Kasi nga gusto niya, before nang inilaro, kailangan plano talaga, kailangan din ito talaga gagawin. Kailangan namin as a team. Kung gusto na manalo ng gold medal sa Olympics, hindi pwedeng wala siya. Kasi naipakita na, lumakas ako eh. From like, nung November 2018, 11th place or 9th place ako sa World Tapos, nung Asian Championship third ako. Kaya ko rin na sa kanya.
1: And so, Heidelin turned to social media in June 2019, expressing frustration over her lack of financial support to train for Tokyo, and seeking private sponsorships. It wasn't just to compensate her newly formed team, but to cover all of the expenses she needed to train and compete in other events.
2: Kasi kailangan ko rin maglabas ng pondo before ako pupunta sa laro. May expenses talaga. At hindi kayang gastusin ng atleta yun. Kahit sabihin mong million-million, pero hindi niya kayang masustain yun. Siyempre, pagkain, vitamins, kung nasa ibang bansa, accommodation, transportation, allowance.
1: Some officials and industry insiders questioned her decision, including Aparicio Mechie, who was briefly a PSC chairman in the 1990s. In a public Facebook post, he insinuated that Heidelin was taking advantage of the system to hire her boyfriend. That if Coach Julius loved her, he shouldn't ask for payment. He even went as far as saying that the Bureau of Immigration should check if Coach Julius had a working visa and
2: consider deporting him. Pero yung yung sinasabi ko na gusto natin man ng gold, kailangan natin na planuhin ito. Kailangan natin mag-invest dito. Yung pressure sa akin sobrang taas. Every time na maglaro o oh, kailangan gold ka. Ha? I have to meet the expectation by having the team behind hindi ko naman kaya na isipin kung anong kakainin ko pag-aralan ko bayan ba i-research ko ba, yan? Di ba tapos kung may sports psychologist, mga problem ako sa focus, may problem ako sa mind setting, i-research ko ba, ba yan? Ang daming books. Tapos kung sa strength and conditioning naman, paano ko i-research yan? Ang daming body parts na kailangan research ka. Tapos sa weightlifting, gano'n rin. Hindi ko naman kaya na ako magtuturo sa sarili ko. Although may camera, hindi naman yun, makikita mo yung form mo agad-agad.
1: These are the needs of an elite athlete at the height of her career. Someone who at the time was classified as platinum, the highest allowance tier for national athletes under the Philippine Sports Commission. According to government documents, this entitled her to 45,000 pesos a month, and that's still the highest monthly allowance offered to elite athletes, reserved only for Olympic medalists and world champions. The PSC subsidizes national athletes in tiers, depending on the competitions they join and the prizes they bring home. Back in 2019, these were the numbers. Olympic qualifiers would receive 43,000 pesos monthly. World and Asian level athletes could earn between 30,000 pesos and 36,000 pesos monthly. And Southeast Asian-level athletes may receive 24,000 pesos to 27,000 pesos monthly. Team sports medalists received 17,000 pesos, while training pool and developmental athletes were allotted 10,200 pesos to 12,600 pesos. If Heidelin's monthly allowance wasn't enough for all her needs, even with her endorsements and sponsorships at that point, how far behind are we in addressing the needs of other athletes
2: those who are still working their way to the top kailangan mo talaga ng financial eh kailangan mo ng money to make everything work but at the end of the day sabi ko nga sa kanila you have to show result first Ganon talaga sa sports if you don't show result walang mangyayari kailangan may hirap tiaga it takes time para maging magaling pero show up and do your best every time na may competition ka Kasi yun kailangan, even sponsors or BSE, you need the result kasi you're representing the country. Right, oh What
1: about, you know how sometimes my athletes na nakapag-deliver na sila ng result, kita na yung potential. Siyempre, hindi naman kailangan lahat makapag-gold bago makakuha ng sport. At some level, di ba, we also need to invest in athletes parang matulungan natin sila to reach their full potential.
2: Yes, totoo. Kailangan din mag-invest. And the grassroots, kailangan din yun. Siguro may dapat na good eye. Makita ng NSA na, oh, potential tung batang to. Kasi also, the private sponsors, tinitignan nila kung worth it. ba. Nakita naman nila na kahit hindi pa nanalo ng gold, pero may progress. Nakikita nila yung numbers, medyo okay. Why not, iba?
1: Up next, we'll hear from someone working behind the scenes to make that happen. This episode would not be possible without the support of PLDT Home Which believes that nothing should stand between our national athletes and their Olympic dreams Women who hustle, like Kaideline Diaz, have been able to use their online platforms to share the love for their sport Voice their opinions and take charge of their own narrative And with the fastest broadband connection, it's easier than ever for the public to learn more about our amazing Filipina athletes and to support them by streaming their games, watching video highlights, cheering for them on social media, or, you know, sharing this podcast. When we empower women who hustle, we help them get closer to their dreams. Once again, thank you, PLDT Home, for pushing together towards a sports industry that gives Philippine athletes the support they deserve. And now, back to the episode. Do you remember where you were when Heidelin won the gold?
3: I was at home, celebrating mostly by myself, but also because of technology with everybody else, right? Bam! She did it. Tears of joy, tapos of course I, you know, I started messaging everybody after that. My name is Jude Turcuato. I am the executive director of the MVP Sports Foundation. Officially we started working with Heidelin immediately after the Rio Olympics. The MVP Sports Foundation started uh, about 10 years ago, back in 2011, when the senior leadership of the MVP group, uh, Manipi Pangilinan, Alpandilio, and Ricky Vargas, just decided to get serious about supporting Philippine sports, mainly with the objective of nation-building. One of our missions in the MVPSF was to get an Olympic gold medal.
1: It was this shared goal that brought the MVPSF and Heidelin together in 2016 which is why her win in Tokyo was such a big deal for Jude and the rest of MVPSF. But the foundation has had its sights set, not just on Heidelin, but on other athletes from other sports as well.
3: A good grassroots program is very important for us. But also, if we have seen some talented individuals or teams, it's something that we need to discuss and see, Hey, is this someone or is this a group that we can get behind and support? Some of it has to do with elite athletes. Currently, most of our support actually goes through the National Sports Association. And we have, I think, 14 different NSAs that we coordinate and support. We certainly look at each of the sport and the athletes and the teams, again, as a case-to-case basis on the best way to be able to give them the resources to succeed. There's no science to it. The easiest example for me would be the SPP.
1: That's a samahang basketball ng Pilipinas.
3: This Basketball is the most popular sport uh, in the country. Uh, so grassroots actually means going through each and every single region and having a representative and supporting some training camps. We've only been able to help with the rental uh, facilities of some of these NSAs. Moving forward, we will build a facility within the property of the MVP group in Antipolo. They own a facility called the First Pacific Leadership Academy. I think there's a plan to start building a sports facility there to start training some of the athletes. And I think we will start with boxing and badminton.
1: The foundation's projects for the year are already in full swing. Just recently, they opened the MVPSF Gymnastics Center in Intramuros, a project with the Gymnastics Association of the Philippines. It takes close coordination with the NSAs to provide the athletes with what they need. And not all of those needs are met overnight, especially when we have a lot of catching up to do in terms of supporting national athletes. In Heidelin's case, it was a priority for her to give back to her community. When Heidelin returned home from Rio, she and her sponsors went to work building the Heidelin Diaz Weightlifting Gym in Barangay Mampang, Zamboanga where she could train young aspiring weightlifters. The gym opened in 2017, well before Hayden needed more help funding her Tokyo campaign. Fast forward to
2: 2019. After kasi sponsorship, pumunta agad si MBPSF na ano bang kailangan So with the help of coach Julius, share team manager, so nilagay niya lahat anong kailangan isaldonyaas consultant at sports nutritionist tapos yung mga ibang gastos pagkain, vitamins, accommodation, transportation, allowance ad binigay yon ng MBPSF
1: Supporting up-and-coming athletes and meeting the needs of elite athletes are all part of the foundation's other goal, nation building. That's one great way to think of investing in sports. It's not like investing in a business where the primary consideration is ROI. Here, the gains are not just measured in medals, but in the hope that they give people.
3: 2021 has been the most difficult year uh, in the last 20, 30 years because of the pandemic, because people were locked down, businesses were closing, hospitals were full. What was the most positive thing of 2021? Heidelin's gold medal, right? Our Gilas team beating Korea twice. If you ask, hey, what's the best thing about 2021? I would bet that the majority will say it's the sports stuff that happened in 2021. People cried. You know, people are proud to be Filipinos. You know, when they see Heidelin receive the gold medal and hear your national anthem. So the value is there. Well, <laughs> You can't buy that stuff, right? <laughs> It's not all going to be gold medals, but it's still worth it.
1: And women have played a crucial role in nation building. You already know this, but we'll say it again because it's a Sabihin. The Philippines' first Olympic gold medal was won by a woman. Women have led the way for Filipino athletes in many ways. Marjilin Dedal was the first Filipino skateboarder, male or female, To compete in several international skateboarding events just this january the philippine women's national football team qualified to play in next year's fifa women's world cup the first world cup ever that the philippines will be playing in it's worth betting on women
3: i do think that women's sports is actually very very successful and viable we can look at investing specific to uh, women's sports, but I also do think that we've already started doing it not because they're women, just because they're the best.
1: Gender specific investing means addressing women's needs beyond the basic support for food, health, and training. And it can go a long way, whether you're an elite athlete or
2: you're just punching up to the top of your game. Ang dami naming athlete ang dami din kailang every month may dalaw di ba. Just in case you forgot, nagkakaroon
1: pa rin ang mga babaeng gold medalist. Besides menstrual health, there are many things that gender-specific investing can help women with. We need added maternity care for athletes who are mothers as well, and specialists for women's health, because women's bodies work differently from the way men's bodies do. We also need more media visibility for different women's sports in order to balance out decades of stigma towards female athletes in male-dominated sports.
2: So, I think it's a big nandito that I'm still here. It's a big difference that one woman Olympics. It's a na isang weightlifter. Na makita see ay it's not true that wala don't want wala be a macho. It's not true that the woman nakita nila na ang cool palang magin strong, ang cool pala pumasok sa weightlifting. Cool magkabraso. <laughs> At eh, I didn't make it, so I can do it also. <laughs> Pwede yung sabihin 'yan. yan? We can be beautiful and strong, di ba? Pero sa akin siguro kahit anong age ka, kahit anong estado ng buhay babae o lalaki, give everyone na chance. Kasi di ba parang kami or or them a chance na na kaya nila.
1: Fighting for women is part of fighting for all athletes. And to give athletes the resources, facilities, and support system they need to give them the exposure that will bring in more supporters, to give them a shot at their own moment. It takes a village. It takes having the right people on an athlete's team. Specialists. Professionals. So that athletes can keep their head in the game and let the team handle the rest. It takes paying these people well. So that they can take care of their basic needs as well as those of their families. Athletes are not just working to entertain people or bring pride to the country. They're working to make a living. And if you're wondering... Well,
3: We should have equal responsibility between the private and the public sector. The government should have a bit more proactive participation. In the same way, I think in the private sector, uh, it should be the same. I do hope that we can gather support amongst all of the private industries to contribute into nation building through sports.
1: Kamusta budget sa para sa mga atleta natin? Well, it's a mixed bag. The Philippine Sports Commission has gotten pretty large budgets in the past few years, making a big leap from 188 million pesos in 2018 to 5 billion pesos in 2019, but that was because we hosted the SEA Games that year. Since then, the PSC has had a budget of 944 million pesos in 2020, 1.3 billion pesos in 2021, and according to 2022 documents from the Department of Budget and Management, 725 million pesos for this year. So, bumaba? Tapos? Tumaas, tapos bumaba ulit. This sounds like a lot of money, but basic monthly allowances for national athletes have remained pretty much the same since 2019. A higher budget doesn't mean the athletes are getting compensated better. Or that more money is being spent on their training needs. Just two months before winning a bronze medal in Tokyo, Olympic boxer Yumir Marshall pointed out on Facebook that his 43,000 peso allowance isn't enough to pay for, quote, plane tickets, accommodation, food, coaching staff, supplements, masseur, and etc., End quote. Clearly, there's still a lot of work to be done. The question at the end of the day is, why do we do this? Bakit ba tayo naglalaro ng sports? At bakit ba tayo may pake how we do sports? Sports isn't just about scores or stats or cold hard facts.
3: Personally, the fulfillment I get from knowing that we're making a difference is really why I do what I do.
1: Even
2: an elite athlete's life can still change with enough support. After winning the gold medals, Olympic, siempre, Marami ni nagbago ibang level siya after the silver medal. Siempre yung opportunity pag endorse ng ibatibang brand, tapos the yung pledges ang dami niyibigay hindi ko inexpect yon nkaron ng house nakatulong ako sa pamilya ko Siguro yung pagbubabago lang din siguro mas malaking responsibilidad kaysa sa silver medal. Ako noon pinidiknan eh nang mabata, pero ngayon hindi nang bata eh. Kung hindi kababaihan na rin sa mga Pilipino.
1: One of Heidelin's advocacies is to get more kids into weightlifting. For that to happen, she says, we need to include the sport in our Palarong Pambansa, the nationwide sporting event for student athletes
2: may pasok ang weightlifting sa palarong sa NCAA, sa UAP. Malaking bagay yun para sa akin. Kung alis ako, maganda ang naibigay ko sa sports ng weightlifting. Maganda yung oportunidad na ibibigay sa mga atletang papasok sa weightlifting kasi makapag-aral sila, mabigyan sila ng oportunidad, makapag-aral sa magagandang school via weightlifting. Heidelin also recognizes the need for diversity
1: and inclusion in leadership in order to inspire more female athletes. Here's what she said about gender balance in weightlifting.
2: Female athletes meron, pero female national coach wala, female national officials wala, then female national technical officials wala, hoping na. Hindi lang sa atleta, di ba? Kailangan may participation ng kababaihan sa sports officials, sa technical officials, sa coaches. Kasi paano makakaintindi ang coaches sa isang babae kung walang magsasabi or mag-feedback na babae?
1: It's an ethos we share here at Cohort Girls. Bakit ba natin pinapakialaman ang gender? because we believe that the reality we create in sports can impact society in general when we lift
2: women up we lift everyone up sana mas maraming kababaihan ang maglaro sa sports mas magkaroon ng posisyon ang kababaihan sa sports world sana mas malaki yung budget for the sports sana mas maraming gold medal maidiyan ang uh, mga Pilipino athletes sa Olympics at sana, there are people behind them. sana ma continue yung legacy na nidalan ng Team HD. At sana ma duplicate yun, kung ano talagang pangangailangan na isang atleta. More on good governance sports. Here's hoping that we can
1: all do our part to make that happen. That there will be more girls and boys following in Heidelin's footsteps. But also that there will be more believers and more investments to help other athletes go where she's gone. We can start right here. Heidelin's already in your corner, because Heidelin may be our first Olympic gold medalist, but she wants to make sure that she won't be the last.
2: Try weightlifting. kayo. <laughs> Love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Enjoy the pain. Enjoy the training. Kasi later on, lahat ng sacrifisyo na binigay yu sa training ay ma-harvest niyo rin or may pupuntahan din. It's worth it. Weightlifting is worth
0: it. Hindi
2: ka pa ba napapagod? ginagawa. <laughs> <laughs> Paano to Pero at the end of the day, bumabalik ako sa life ko eh. Hindi pa ako tapos. Ang dami ko pang pangarap, ang dami ko pang goals. Kailangan ko lang na nandun pa rin yung pa sa ground. I need people na sasambalin ako ng katotohanan na, Hoy, tao ka rin, kahinga ka rin, and pray to connect, to have a personal connection with Him. Nakakapagod actually, pero ngayon parang nakabalik na ako eh, nandito na yung lakas ulit, so masaya ako. Kahit minsan ang daming doubters, ang daming naysayers, you just have to like, go girl, kaya mo yan girl. Training ka lang girl. At the end of the day, you just have to really work hard. Yun yung meaning ng go
0: hard girl sa akin.
1: Again, I'm Siege Tantenko, Puma Podcast. Let's support Filipina athletes together. If you felt inspired by Heidelin in this episode, share it with a friend who hasn't heard Go Hard Girls yet. You can also follow us on social media. Check out Go Hard Girls PH on TikTok and at underscore Go Hard Girls on Instagram. I'm also on social media at Siege the Day. This episode was written by me and Nina Toralba our producer and editor. Special thanks to the MVP Sports Foundation, its Executive Director, Mr. Jude Turcuato, and Program Director, Mr. Art Aro.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.